I'm Dwayne Brummett, he's Ali Albarigo, and this is the School Owner Talk Podcast. Hello again, Dwayne Brummett here with Ali Albarigo, SchoolOwnerTalk.com. Ali, great to be with you, sir. Yeah, great to be with you too. I don't think the intro had vo- uh, sound. I'm not sure, I, but anyway, we you know people kind of know what we'd say, right? So yeah, yeah. So anyway, so yeah, it's great to be with you. It feels like we haven't done a call and a show in a while. You've been traveling the world and doing things, and uh, we're away at a huge convention with your health coaching groups. And so, how's that go? Everything was good. You were away in beautiful Arizona. Beautiful Arizona, got a little bit of a sunburn, got some vitamin D. I, I, I fell asleep uh, out, uh, in our Airbnb. I fell asleep for about 45 minutes outside by the pool. Um, in, but In the sun? Yes, yeah. But the nice thing is usually when I burn, uh, it, it's not very bad and okay. it didn't hurt. Like, you know, so I did get yeah. a sunburn, but it wasn't like burnt, if that makes sense. That happened to me, dude. I was in Costa Rica. First day we pull up, we have like two hours before we're going to go teach. So I we go out. By, it's in the middle of winter, though. So it's like not even that warm. And I go out by the pool. I don't put any sunscreen on. I just, you know, I figured 20 minutes, lay in the sun, get a little sun. I am fried in 20 minutes, like literally like a lobster, like where my skin was like, oh, like boil. and the re- you can see all the pictures from the seminar. It's like people who are tan and then me like burnt red, like, and, and I was in pain the entire seminar, my heavy key on my shoulders. It was brutal. So, That's funny. So yeah. That's different funny. area, different, different weather and, you know, right. Different, different temperatures and humidity and so on. Yeah, there was four of us that uh, got an Airbnb together. So the uh, uh, two, excuse me, three. Uh, well, let me say four martial artists, but oh, only cool. only three of us have actually owned schools. The other one is a former NFL football player uh, who actually got into martial arts as well mm-hmm. uh, with uh, with one of the other gentlemen that we had, uh, uh, you know, at the Airbnb with us. But you saw the right. pictures of some of it. And it was beautiful. Oh, yeah. It's just gorgeous. I mean, like I knew I know you love it. This is not your first time there. You're in Arizona. You're like, I'm at my office. You're laying by the pool. You got your laptop by the fire pit. And all of that stuff. So that's very awesome. I'm well, gonna- and, and thankful uh, also because I had my uh, my iPad with me, right? So that was like my mobile office. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, the thing was, my son on uh, that Saturday, uh, excuse me, on that Wednesday night when I got there, or Wednesday afternoon when I got there, Wednesday night, he had a game. So he plays uh, men's uh, college volleyball and he had a game. So I was able to watch the game right out the, out the fire pit and the pool. And, the, know, school, the school um broadcast it in the school doing it or is it so yeah that's hey by the way i'm looking at facebook and it's saying going live soon it still has not gone live is there anything we got to connect or click or no it, it all worked on this end but uh we'll just keep recording and then if i need to upload it i'll upload it yeah it's weird very very weird but anyway so today we i i thought like you know i've been working with my coaching clients a lot on you know, it's interesting, right? And and you know this, you've been you've been doing it yourself for so long and then you've coached people and helped them where you know, we tend to do what is easiest to do, the things that we're most comfortable doing that um, you know, we could jump right on that we maybe prefer because it's easy and then we tend to push off some of the tasks that are 
more uncomfortable, more, more difficult, more um, brain intensive or whatever it may be um, to last. And then we tend to not really focus on those things like the key result areas, right? Like again, like going in and saying, okay, um, what are the most important things that I should be doing? And that becomes a major problem, you know, for schools because then they say to themselves, you know, I haven't moved forward. I haven't, you know, gained any new students. I haven't brought more income in and so on. So that's, I guess, what we wanted to talk about today, you know, key result areas. Yeah, yeah, our key result areas and, um, you know, focusing in on those. So, mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and just before we get into those key result areas, I will say that I think you're right. Sometimes we confuse activity with accomplishment. And so, oh, yeah. you know, I, I got 10 things done today, but uh, was any of those the, the top three things that you should be doing in order to move your business forward right. to where you want it to go? I mean, that's really the yeah. question you need to ask, right? And I know like, look, I'm a goal guy. I'm a goal setter. I'm a, you know, a product orientated guy where I'll set my lists and I'll prioritize by category of importance and so on. But I'm also a creature of like, um, I don't know, I could be working at something and, and my friend calls me and talks to me about whatever. I'll literally write down, spoke to Andy about Spark and helped him. And like, and so I could write it on my list and then check it off. Like, so at the end of the day, I'm, I'm really logging more of my activity so I could feel more accomplished. Um, but not necessarily do we always look at things and go, okay, well, I spent all my day on this junk. And it got me nowhere. And I'm still not getting to the real stuff that makes a difference. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I know that we had done a podcast before where we talked about some of the most important things that you need to be doing, you know, in your school. Um, so, you know, you could go back and reference that uh, as, as well. But I think what, what we want to do with this particular podcast, um, uh, well, well, Allie, maybe you, maybe you want to explain it, but what's the, what's the, uh, the goal of this podcast as opposed yeah. to what we had talked about before. Well, well, here, here's the real goal. And this is kind of interesting. And this is why I think our podcasts are so popular. I mean, the last time you told me we had about like 30, 30 something thousand downloads to our podcast. I mean, compared to a Joe Rogan, that's like, you know, nothing <laughs> like he gets, you know, a million views per podcast. Sure. But for a martial arts school type podcast, that means that there are some regular people, but a lot of them that are listening to what we do because they get things out. Now, to answer your question, I, I think that people sometimes don't know what they should have as a key area to focus on, right? So um, I think probably about two years ago, we shared something that I, I do and you also do, which is basically the seven steps to income within a school. Uh, and, and by the way, they're quite simple and pretty much, you know, common sense, but do we really focus on them? So number one is new students, right? And of course, there's a whole entire group of things you should be doing to get new students. The second thing is existing students, right? Um, the third thing I would say would be upgrades and and also um you know special events right so that would be things where you could make additional money and the, the fourth and final thing in my opinion the key result area would be retail 
So like, I'll give you an example. I, you know, I have a certain number of money that I'd like to hit. I've, I've been really following. I made this really cool Excel spreadsheet with the help of my daughter where I'm able to do comparisons and, and I'm able to look at it in, in one line. You know, what did I do in 2016 compared to 17, 17 to 18? And then I was also able to compare, which was a recommendation at Chung Park, comparing 2021 to 2019, not 2020, because that was a COVID year, right? So, and I was able to, able to supersede and grow past my 2019 numbers in 2021. So in other words, like I, I took a major beating in 2020 with COVID, but I was able to bring it back and actually make more than I did the 2019. So I was doing very well um, as we went along. So I'm always looking at my numbers to try to see where I'm at. Right. And to compare. So anyway, my, my point was that, you know, I'm looking at my numbers. I want to beat it. And I said, if I beat it and go above by X amount of dollars, all I need to do is sign up more people, get deposits or also retail. So I sent out a notice on push notification yesterday. We do themed weeks. So like, you know, week one is Bo Steph and Cy. Week two is Tomfa and this. And then week four of this month is sparring. So I'm like, listen, I'm placing an order by the end of this week for sparring gear for all the people. So I sent out a general text, but then I also sent out messages to all the white belts. That's when they need to buy sparring gear. And just between yesterday and today, I sold seven sets of sparring gear. So that now, you know, and I, I'm not sure exact profit, but I think I make like 90 bucks or somewhere around there, $100 on a set of sparring gear, maybe $8, $90 more accurately. And uh, so that's... Times, times, let's say you sell 10, that's $1,000 more that went into your income because you're so fo you're focused on it. And a lot of times we don't know where we should focus, so we just kind of do our thing. Yeah. Well, let's kind of break this down uh, with regards to key result areas. Um, right. You had brought this up, new students. That's a key yeah. result area. Right. If we're not bringing in new students, then you know we're not filling the funnel. We're not growing as a school. Yeah. Um, but I will say, overall, as a business, right. there's only a few ways. Let, let me back up. Let me reverse. Yeah. I, I think here, here's maybe the, the, the question everybody needs to ask themselves is, why are they in business in the first place? Yeah, the why, the major why. And uh, I know, you know, for me, I've gone through cycles uh, with them. So what I mean by that is when I started, I was like, yeah, I'm going to change these kids lives. I'm going to, you know, help them get uh, uh, more self-esteem and self-worth and discipline and, and uh, you know, all those you know, focus and all those great things become really, really productive members of society. And on the way, if I, you know, make a little money, then, you know, so be it. Mm -hmm. um, well, I've had times where it was, you know, all about the money. Not that I still didn't give the service, but I focused so much heavily on, um, you know, the money aspect. It's so right. much so that it was good that I actually had, uh, you know, different uh, or a head instructor out on the floor running the floor because all I saw was hundred dollar bills on that. Yeah, floor. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, not that I treated people unfairly or wrong or anything like that. Right. But, so I, I just want to say that I think in business. Um, one, we got to know why we're in business. We're in business mm -hmm. to make money so that we can make an impact on individuals. Right. The more money that we're able to make, the greater impact um, we can help, not just within our school, but but so many other areas, right? So, right. you know, charities that you give to, your yeah. parents if they need it, your brother or sister, like, I mean, just all of those things. So yeah, a, a business uh, is, is there to 
make enough money to fund everything else that you uh, have the opportunity and the ability right. to be able to do. Yeah. So, um, and, and look, that's as a Christian saying that, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I think when you say that though, as a Christian, what do you mean by that? Like, are you not supposed to as a Christian or, well, I mean, if we want to get, yeah. So some people think that, you know, you gotta be, uh, you know, uh, uh, down and out and you know uh you got to be very humble and i think you could be humble and have money but isn't didn't didn't and I, i'm not like as biblical as you are but i do follow i'm very interested you know i've been i was born a catholic in communion and all that didn't god at one point give out coins of some sort i forget the story the parable where, talking about the parable yeah yeah and like and he said you know you and one guy spent it on whatever and another guy did something one guy well, reinvested it gave, but, yeah yeah he gave five three and one so he gave five to one the other one the one with the five went out and and, and invested it came back with ten okay the other one had three came back with six the other one that had one buried it hid it and then brought the one back to the master and then of course the one that he brought back the one right you know, uh he uh, he was not happy with him right so, yes. so, so yeah, so I guess as you know, and by the way, I think that that's a big dilemma though, right? Is knowing that making a good living and making money, if as long as you do it in an honest way with integrity yeah. and you have that why, you know, I want to help people, that that's my goal. Like no matter what you're charging and what kind of price structure you have, if the end result is you're helping people, right? Um, and you're not ripping them off, meaning like you're not cheating or giving them a subpar product, then you're doing your job and you deserve everything that you make. Right. Uh, you know, of course, you're not going in and you're swindling people out of their money and then, you know, hurting them. And, you know, but so you're doing it with integrity and honor and, and you know, morality. Then then there's no reason why you shouldn't be. It's like, look, Elon Musk donated eight billion dollars last year donated it. So I read quotes, posts, posts from people on Twitter. Oh yeah, that's, you know, he's worth hundreds of millions. That's nothing. Like how dare he only donate? Like people will judge you. And I'm going like, he donated more than certain countries actually donate or put into their own countries. So like, but people will always critique and criticize. So don't ever be a, a, for the owners out there. Don't worry about that stuff. You know, worry about you doing your job and doing it right and, and really giving a product out that you could feel proud of and put your head on the pillow at night and be, be you know, good with it. Yeah. So I think all that being said, uh, it's important for us to charge um, what we believe it's worth. Right. Um, and, and I had to grow into that. Yeah. I had to grow into that. You know, I remember, um, Stephen Oliver just saying, you know, uh, something about like what Dan Kennedy had said, you know, just look in the mirror and yeah. say, yeah, it's $169 a month mm -hmm. and then say nothing back. Yeah. But, but keep, keep saying that over and over and over again. So you believe it, you know, I mean, obviously your program needs to be more than $169 a month. Yeah, when you're value, right? But so with regard to the key result areas, bringing on new students is a key result area. Yeah. Um, servicing your students is a key result right. area. So that, and that what that means is about, you know, retention. Existing students. Yeah. Yeah. And so if, if you dial in both of those, I believe that you're going to have a flourishing studio, right? Yeah. And you know, it's, you know, funny going back to, um, you know, if, if you, if we wake up every day, and by the way, I have a, I have a bunch of coaching clients. I have a new set of coaching clients that have been established for quite some time. They've had a business for a long time. 
And interestingly enough that, you know, they're, I'm basically starting from day, you know, scratch one with them, even though they've been around for 25 years. And um, I just had breakfast with one of the gentlemen today and he's like, wow, it's reminding me of a lot of the things I know I'm supposed to do that I didn't do. You're really kicking me in the butt to hold me accountable to do the things that I should be doing. So like yesterday we chatted and I said, what are we doing for new students? Every day you have to wake up and say, what can I do today or every Monday, Wednesday, Friday to grow my school? And, you know, let's let's pretend that we have a Facebook marketing guy and he's doing that seven days a week, you know. Go guys. Yeah, Go yeah exactly. Yeah. What else, but what else could we do? Like there's so many other areas and I like kind of rattled it off with them yesterday. You know, you should be on every social media group in your town, Facebook moms, Facebook this, dads, you know, whatever. And you should be regularly posting on there. And, and just the other day I put in, there's a really cool picture of a girl that she's like a young girl with war paint very famous. It's been used this photo over and over again. I, I wrote a quote that said, uh, don't just teach her to be a lady, teach her to be a warrior. And then I have one month free of classes and I put the web and I put it up like on all of mom and pop groups. And I got probably 12 people sign up for my free. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Martial Arts School Owner Talk podcast. This would not be possible if it weren't for the support of our amazing sponsors. Please check out Elite Insights for all your website needs. LeadHunterMedia.com, your online digital marketer and content provider. Academy Kings BJJ Growth Consulting and Management Group at GrowMyAcademy.com. SparkMembership.com, hands down the best martial arts software for school owner management on the planet. GetKarateStudents.com, a martial arts growth consulting company for all your systems. AdHealthCoaching.com, helping school owners create a whole other revenue stream for their school. We will see you next time.